It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast with uh, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And uh, finally, uh, we've got a lot to uh, talk about and a lot of ground to uh, cover. We've got a couple of days uh, where we actually had uh, nice weather or nice enough weather that we could get in a bunch of uh, games. So we've got uh, baseball and softball from Monday to talk about, baseball and softball from Tuesday to talk about. Uh, and uh, then in our third segment, we'll get into uh, what's uh, going on, we hope, later uh, today. Again, weather permitting. This is the one day this week where it looked iffy. Well, you say nice enough weather and I'm still wringing out my clothes from Monday night. <laughs> Algonac got absolutely hammered with rain, it felt like. And you're like, eh, it's sprinkled a little bit. So consider yourself lucky. Had uh, had rain in St. Clair for the softball game. Uh, it was steady for a couple of innings, but like, uh, it, it certainly wasn't as uh, bad as uh, you're describing uh, for Algonac. So you must have got uh, a little bit heavier downfall than, than I did. Uh, it, again, Sprinkled for most of the game, and then for like an, an inning and a half, I had steady rain, but not like a downpour. Right. So, anyway, um, yeah, because we have a whole slate of games. BWAC's underway. I think every MAC team played in some form this week, so we do have a lot to talk about. What are we starting with, baseball or softball? We'll start with the uh, the ladies, and then we'll go through uh, Monday and Tuesday's uh, softball when we come back in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you hi chip mortimer here so much depends on your roof mortimer lumber proudly features the landmark series shingle from certain key roofing landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back. Uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, let's uh, get into it. We'll start with uh, Monday. Uh, We had uh, three softball results, but one of them was a game that I was at. Marine City, St. Clair. Uh, And Brady, this was a, a nice rivalry game in terms of excitement, action, Big plays. Um, nobody like really stood out to me as like having this outstanding game. Like uh, I'll use Mackenzie Laboon as my example. She pitched for the Mariners. If you looked at her line, you would go, "Eh, that's not terrific." Gave up ten hits, right? Base runners in every inning. But if you saw the game, you'd go. Man, Laboon really knuckled down and got the big outs. She pitched out of jam after jam after jam, uh, and the, the Mariners never trailed 
in this game on their way to a 6-5 to five victory. They got two in the, uh, the first inning, and even that was, like, awkward. Volkman grounds out, then Coleman walks. Laboon's hit by a pitch. Then they pull off a double steal to get second and third with one out. Uh, Pelagata hits a sacrifice fly, not to deep right either. It was a good throw to the plate, but it was a little high. Catcher had to reach up for it, and the runner slid oh, under. It's fast. That's going to be a tough out yeah. nonetheless. Um, so that made it one to nothing, and then uh, Dietland. You, you know that Jocelyn Dietland is one of my favorite players in all sports, uh, and she hit a rocket into left that had somebody gotten in front of it, they would have been murdered. Um, solid RBI single. So it's 2 nothing Mariners right off the bat. Um, St. Clair got a run back in the bottom of the first. Uh, again, they had a walk, a steal, runner moved or uh, scored, actually, with two outs from second base on a line drive to left. It was hit hard by Claire Borg, but it was hit right at Volkman, who tried to make a basket catch, and she didn't hang on to the ball. Uh, and so St. Clair cut it to 2-1. to one. Then uh, you had uh, Dietlin with a two-run uh, single. Again, a two-out hit, two-run single in the third to make it a 4-1 to one game. Savannah Clark came back with a bases-loaded single in the bottom of the fourth to make it 4-3, to three, and... They had runners at second and third with one out, four to three game, and they had uh, Laney Pavlo and Avery Paul come to the plate, and Laboon, who uh, only had three strikeouts in the game, got two of them right there. Two of the toughest hitters in the same lineup, and she struck them both out to strand the tying and potential go-ahead runs on base in the uh, fourth. The fifth inning was the one inning that was kind of a clean inning, but it really wasn't because Claire Borg uh, singled. They got the runner over to second on a sacrifice, and then Maddie Cole hit a rocket into the right center field gap that I thought was going to the fence and was going to tie the game and be extra bases for Cole, and Avery Main came out of I don't know where. <laughs> Reached up, caught, nowhere. caught the ball. The, the, runner, the, the runner was Schweighoffer, ran for Borg, Completely fooled. She was halfway home, and Maine fired a dart into second to double her off and end the inning. Um, it was d- defensively, it was the play of the game. Um, and, and then again, Marine City tacks on uh, a couple of runs: one in the sixth, one in the seventh. They're up six-three going into the bottom of the seventh. The Saints load the bases with nobody out on three straight little singles an infield hit and two little bloopers they load the bases up with nobody out a wild pitch scores a run to make it six to four a ground ball scores a run to make it six to five and now the game tying run is at third with two outs and again laboon knuckles down gets a pop-up to second and a pop-up to third ball game it it was uh again every time i thought st Clair was coming back Laboon knuckled down and got big outs. Uh, and every time I thought Marine City was pulling away, St. Clair battled back and, and threatened them. Uh, it, it was a, As rivalries go, it was a fun game. Sure, the two coaches walked out of there going, at all of that. But uh, as a fan and as a broadcaster, it's like, that's the way you want a rivalry game to go. I mean, it was just constant... Every inning, there was something going on that, like, were a big hit or a big play away 
from this game either being blown open or the Saints charging back to take the lead. Well, this was a St. Clair team you were pretty high on after you saw them in their first their first performance of the year. I love their lineup, uh, and I like um, their their pitching. Um, and Avery Paul has got it going on pitching uh, so far this season. Borg, you know, the, she's got to wear this big brace right now, and I really think that it's bothering her. Like, she's not used to it. She hasn't gotten kind of uh, accustomed to it because we know what she can do, and she's a power uh, pitcher, and I think maybe it's just hampering her a little bit. But when she figures that out, uh, I mean, uh, Paul Borg, one-two punch on the mound, uh, and with their lineup up and down, one through nine, they hit. Well, Marine City, that's a really nice win after kind of blowing a lead in their in their opener they uh they get a nice win over a rival had to feel good getting a player that they really didn't have last year in Laboon back out there and playing well and getting out of some big jams because St. Clair's a good team and that's as good of a lineup as they'll face all conference season long yeah uh Deetland two hits three RBIs uh Mia Pelagata had uh, two hits including a, a double scored twice knocked in a couple of uh, runs uh Maya Simons also had a big RBI double they kind of pitched around Deetland in the uh the sixth inning uh and and Simons came up and said what you want to pitch to me and smashed a double over the head of the the center fielder. So uh, that was a big moment in the uh, game. Uh, Avery Paul had two hits. Claire Borg had two hits. Uh, Samantha Furlan had two hits for the uh, the Saints. Savannah Clark uh, drove in uh, two runs. Maddie Cole drove in uh, a run for uh, St. Clair. Borg did strike out seven Walk three gave up uh, seven hits. Um, it was a it was a wet day and it was a little sloppy. Three errors by Marine City, uh, one error by Saint Clair. If I have a criticism of the Mariners, uh, at least for the one day that I uh, I saw them, um, they they've got to stop making mistakes on defense because the errors they made um, were all can't happen. Two of them, the ball was hit right at the player. Catch the darn ball. Yeah, and that maybe then Laboon doesn't have to work out of as many tough jams. Yeah. And you, you give your pitcher a little bit of a rest. But that was – yeah, didn't have a lot going on yesterday. Um, Anchor Bay beat Armada twice, 9-1 to and 14-4. to uh, We knew Armada lost a lot in Anchor Bay. They're always a really solid program in softball. Yeah, uh, a lot of softball action going on uh, yesterday. I'll start with the two – Port Huron uh, teams. Uh, the Big Reds lost to Frazier 10 to nothing. Uh, Julia Gilbert, though, did get on base four times yesterday with two hits and uh, two walks. Uh, and uh, Northern found their offense yesterday against uh, Cousineau, but uh, Cousineau beat them 13 11 in a slugfest a la last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is what we're, we were accustomed to seeing when we were putting scores up. Uh, both teams getting in the double digits, and, well, there's a reason for that. Like, like Becca Larson, have a day, kid. Uh, in the loss, three hits, four runs, scored a double, a triple, and two RBIs. Yeah. Um, Shannon Felco, a couple of hits, a couple of RBIs. Anna Hall had a uh, couple of hits. All right, the game that I was at yesterday was Marysville and uh, Lakeview. For the first uh, five innings of this game, Brady, Marysville looked like 
Marysville from last year. They just cruised. They're up seven to one. Uh, four batters into the game, they had three runs. Um, they were just all over it. Megan Lenarski on the mound, different than Kirsten Smith. Kirsten Smith blew people away and was a 10 to 13 strikeout. You know, if she had seven strikeouts, you kind of felt like she had an off day. Yep. She'd be a little wild. Lenarski throws strikes, pitches to contact, uses that changeup very effectively as an out uh, pitch. She will give up some hits. She gave up nine hits yesterday, but really not a whole lot gets hit hard on her. They don't really square her up. But um, Marysville starts the game. Kate Westmiller slashes a double down the left field line. Next batter is uh, Brandy Bassett. She smacks a single up the middle and scores the run. Then Walters rips a double out into the gap uh, and scores a run. Uh, gets over to third on a throw to the plate and scores on a Caitlin Kane ground ball that the, the infielder didn't couldn't make up her mind whether to throw to first and take the out or throw to the plate. And by the time she made her decision, it was too late. Um, and uh, a run uh, scored. Uh, and, and then uh, for a minute, Lauren, uh, Lillian uh, Goulet, the, the pitcher for Lakeview, like found a groove and struck out five straight hitters. That doesn't happen to Mary's so no, often. No, it, it doesn't. And, and Lakeview got a run in the second inning, two outs. They, they got back-to-back doubles to score a run and make it 3-1. to one. But then Marysville in the uh, third inning, they get a double from Kane and a triple from Winston to go up four to one. Then in the uh, fourth inning, they get a double from uh, Parent and an RBI single from uh, West Miller to make it five to one. Then they add two more runs in the uh, the fifth: a double, a single, a wild pitch, another single, and a ground ball gets them uh, two more runs. It's seven to one. You're thinking, boy, this this thing might end in the next inning. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the top of the six was really weird for the Vikings. Um, they should have had a triple play. They should have had a triple play because Lakeview was running the bases like they didn't know how to play softball. I mean, it, it was just stupid base running, nobody paying attention to what anybody in front of them was doing. They ended up with two runners at, at the bag at third, and Marysville just butchered it. And the next thing you know, it's a seven to four ball game. <laughs> that had to be an odd play. To score. Uh, it, it was odd to to describe what what went on. So you you had second and third. You had a walk. You had a single. Then you had an RBI double. So you had second and third. You get a ground ball to third. They throw to first to get the out, and then the runner from third starts home on the throw. You see this play all the time in softball. They throw to the plate. Runner stops between third and home. Meantime, the runner from second is running all the way to third because you see the runner from third going home. Now you've got two runners caught up between the bases, and the Marysville players, which one do we go after first? Right. And each one, each time they tried to get one or other the runner, they just messed it up. And by the end of the play, another run had scored, and the runner was standing over at third. Um, it, it it was just uh, early season shenanigans. Yeah, uh, shenanigans is a, is a good uh, word for it. But th- but then it, it was just it was weird because then the next batter gets hit by a pit just out out of nowhere. Lenarski's been throwing strikes all game long. Now, all of a sudden, 
she's hitting kids because she hit two batters in the last two innings. Um, and then you get an RBI single, and now it's 7-4, and all of a sudden the tying run is at the plate before they get the final out in the sixth, and then the seventh inning happens. They load the bases with two outs, um, and the the last out of the game, the ball wasn't hit hard. It was you know it was a jam shot, but it was a, a little liner in the infield, and you got two players going for it. And quite frankly, Lenarski was close enough to her that she probably could have been going for it too. And uh, Bassett made a diving catch near the circle. Yeah, I remember I was listening at this point. You said West Miller and her almost like collided. Yeah, it was just they. Almost placed perfectly in between the three players. So, like, the the last two innings were kind of an I got it, you take it kind of feeling to it Mm. after they played five classic last season Marysville innings where they were just stomping on a team and doing everything right and playing a clean game. So it got a little ugly in the last two innings, but uh, they managed their way uh, through it, and overall it was a pretty impressive win uh, by Marysville. 7-4, 7-4, they bang out 11 hits, they have six extra base hits in the game, five doubles uh, and a, a triple. Their top uh, four hitters, uh, West Miller, three for four with an RBI and a run score. The one time they got her, the one time they got her out, line drive back at the pitcher who caught it to save her life. So what you expect from Kate West Yes, uh, Bassett, two for four. With an RBI and a run scored, Walters two for four with two. Uh, excuse me, three for four with uh, two doubles, uh, two runs scored and an RBI. Uh, Kane two for four, two runs scored. She had a double, stole the base, drove in a run. Winston had a triple, drove in two runs. Uh, Anna Oles, I love Anna Oles. Okay, here here's a smart kid. First two times up, strikes out, looking bad both times. Can't figure this pitcher out. For whatever reason, this pitcher is fooling Anna Oles. Comes up in her third at-bat, and after she is completely befuddled by the first pitch for strike one, she just lays down a perfect bunt and beats it out for an infield hit. That's that's just smart. Okay, I can't hit this pitcher. I can't figure it out, but I'm not going 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. I'm getting on base today. Or at least and it was it was a beautiful bunt. They the, the, the third baseman just picked it up and said, "I'm not even going to throw the ball. I don't have a chance." Um that, that, those are things that that you know, you you like good kids, you like smart kids and Ann Oles is a good kid and a smart kid. Parent had a double uh two and that was after striking out in her first at bat swinging at pitches that were up out of the zone she came up the next time and they tried to go up there again and she laid off got ahead in the count Mm -hmm. and got a pitch she could handle and smoked it over the right fielder's uh, head so um uh, again like what uh marysville did yesterday until the last two innings and then the last two innings were kind of like the marine city st Clair game well importantly that's a league win for them against lakeview who's I think going to be a pretty tough opponent for them um, as the year goes on. They're going to be a, a tough beat in the white, but they they move to one and zero. That's 
that's a uh, big win because they have St. Clair coming up on Thursday. Yeah, they don't mess around. They, they went right into it. This is their first game of the season, and it's a league game against a good opponent. And then they play the other team that we think they'll be battling with in the white this year um, for top spot uh, on Thursday. So the uh, big week for the Vikings. St. Clair didn't hang their head. They uh, played Lance Cruz, and they took care of Lance Cruz 15-3. to They mercy the Lancers. Hadley Schwartz, how about this? Four hits and six runs batted in. Yes. That, <laughs> that's a hell of a game. Oh, wow. To account for the driving a third of your team's runs when you score 15. Coming off an 0-4 day against your rival. Right. So that's a heck of a bounce back. Julius Schweighoffer, three hits, a couple RBIs, three hits for Claire Borg, Avery Paul, through just three innings, but struck out eight of the nine batters she faced, didn't give up a base run. Yeah, she's she's a that's power pitcher. Dominance. She's a power pitcher. She's a, a good one. Um, Marine City kept rolling. They beat, uh, well, they, they played two yesterday uh, against two different opponents. Yes, so. Which- if we would have known that, I might have gone across the street and done the two softball games. Yeah, uh, they beat Gross Point South fourteen to five. Ainsley Coleman hit a home run in that one. Uh, Maya Simons had uh, three hits, scored two runs, and Alicia Chartier had three hits and knocked in three. The second game for them was against Algonac, uh, and the Muskrats won that one 12-2. Coleman had two more hits in an RBI, and Mackenzie Laboon had two hits and scored two runs. But uh, there's that, they've got that girl in Algonac, uh, Ella Stevenson. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of her. Two hits, three runs, RBI. Maria Simpson hit a, a home run. Uh, Algonac actually had a very balanced attack. They had a lot of kids that contributed yesterday. Well, they went. They scored two in the first, three in the second, five in the third, four or two in the fourth. They just are so hard to navigate in that lineup. And yeah, they put up twelve hits as a team. Uh, it's not like and Marine City also did make four errors. You're playing Algonac. Can't make four errors. Yeah, that, the, the, the defense is something that they've got to clean up because that would be seven errors in two days, um, and that's not they what they did in the Gross Point against, South game. Yeah, they played a, excuse me, a clean game against Gross Point South. No errors against Gross Point South, and then against Algonac threw it around a bit. Um, and, yeah, that'll cost you. That'll, that'll make your day a short one. Again, Algonac, though, is one of those teams. They'll pressure you. They force you to throw the ball and, and, and do things. Um, Anchor Bay made it three wins in two days with a 5-1 win over Ford. Dakota and Richmond. This one went extras? Yes, it was 0-0 through seven innings. And then uh, Richmond actually scored in the top of the first. Richmond was one of the few teams we couldn't find stats for um, – they scored. We saw they saw a box score. They scored in the top of the eighth, and then gave up two runs in the bottom of the eighth to lose it two to one to Dakota, who is one of the top teams in Division One. But the, the the this is the defending state champs. They lost actually quite a bit off of last year's team. We were looking at their roster before the show. Uh, only recognized six names from last year's team. Although there, w- yeah. one of them is Piper Clark, who's a really exceptional player. Uh, but Playing Dakota, uh, a, a very good D1 team, playing two of the other state champs on their schedule this year in Owasso and Unionville uh, Seaboing, who were both 
exceptionally good last year. Um, the, the, I like what Richmond's doing, not shying away from the competition, um, and, and maybe even strutting a little bit that they're defending state champs. Well, a team that was strutting was Almont. They can hit. They played two games, and they put up 34 runs. Now, I have no clue if Rochester's good, bad, indifferent, awful, it, but Almont beat them eleven nothing and then twenty three to two. Are you and, kidding? And me? that was in three innings. Yes. Twenty three to two in three innings. And in that game, Devin Johnston four hits, a homer, scored three times, drove in five. So she's off and running. She like set the RBI record there last year. Yeah. And so she's, she's off and running. Yeah. Uh, Grace Koenig had three hits, scored three runs, knocked in uh, two. That was just in the three-inning second game. Yeah. I didn't see the box the for the 11 nothing um, game. Yeah, in the first one, Koenig had two more hits, two RBIs. Johnston had another hit and another RBI. Koenig had a double. Johnston had a double. Chapman had a double. Roshevsky and Lacavera each had triples. They put up 10 hits. Or, excuse me, 11 hits. They drove in 10 of the 11 runs. So it's not that Rochester was booting the ball around. And they only walked three times. So they were putting the bat on the ball, and they were they were circling the Bates yeah. pass pretty quickly. Elmont, the, they put good swings on it, and they hit line drives. They are a line drive hitting team. So um, one other team from the BWAC that kind of caught our eye, Croslex, when they came back to beat Marine City 10-9, to you kind of go, okay. We know Marine City is a quality team. We're not sure what Croslex will be. They come back and they beat Sandusky 13-1 to in the, I believe, was supposed to be the first game of a double header. Uh, they, they had 10 hits, or excuse me, 8 hits as a team. Gumtow had 2 hits. Robertson had a couple hits. Johnson had 3 hits in the win. And then... According to Game Changer, they were trailing Sandusky 14-7, to and it's been delayed. So, I don't know if it was darkness, if the whoever was keeping the Game Changer, their device just died. <laughs> but they, I, were, they were trailing, apparently, a second game 14-7. to yeah, My guess is, is they ran out of daylight, and the person just put suspended instead of putting Post-ball, it as the final. Yeah, it ended so... It, that was, I believe, in the fifth inning. So, in the top of the fifth, that was the uh, where the the trail runs cold. So, <laughs> they were losing to Sandusky, but that's uh, it for softball yesterday and Monday. All right. So, we did have a lot of baseball, uh, too, and uh, Brady saw a couple of baseball games because I feel like I did a lot of talking there. But I saw the softball. Brady saw the baseball. So, Brady will tell us about that when we come back. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. 
and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates 
updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Going back to Monday and baseball, and uh, one of the series that we're following this week is in the BWAC, Richmond and uh, Algonac. Um, the score is lopsided here, Brady. What did we learn about this? Well, first of all, before I get into the game, as I'm leaving, a uh, little what left a little before or a little after two to get down to Algonac, and I check my the weather, and it's like, oh, you might get a blip of rain at like five fifteen, five thirty. All right, whatever. It'll sprinkle for fifteen thirty minutes. I'll be fine. Nope, I got rained on for about an hour and a half, so I'm going to complain about that because it was <laughs> wet and it got cold. I got down there. It was like 60 and sunny and beautiful, and I was loving life, and by the end, it took me two hours to thaw out after I took a shower. Anyway, um, yeah, Richmond has one of, if not the most uh, dangerous lineup, top to bottom. Uh, Algonac threw out uh, Jake Kasner. There are two different Kasners on Algonac, and they started Jake Kasner. And through the first cup, the first few innings, he danced out of danger a few times. He stranded some runners, got a double play when he needed it, and was keeping Richmond at bay. Hudson Davenport was on the mound, and he was just mowing down uh, the the Muskrats. Josh Kasner got a leadoff single, and then I think uh, Davenport would retire like the next. 13 straight Algonac batters or something like that. It was the fourth inning that was the difference in this one. Kasner, I don't know if he was getting tired early in the season with his pitch count or what have you, but it went, um, it started off actually with an out. Richmond's, uh, it was Perinello hit a rocket right to center field. And after that, Jones, Davenport, Lures, Saligan, Esselink, Wesley all just seemed to bam, 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 keep going and find the gaps and get on. And Algonac made an error or a walk. And next thing you know, it's 7 nothing. Algonac has gone through three pitchers in the fourth. And, yeah, this game's out of reach. After that point, Richmond kind of was in cruise control. They added one in the in the fifth, but Algonac never really threatened to score. Davenport looked like he was in midseason form. He uh, he went five innings. He struck out five, gave up one hit, and walked one. And the one he walked was his very last batter he faced before Scott Evans gave him the hook in the top of the sixth. Veteran manager, not going to nope. let his guy go too far. Nope. And it's early in the season. And, uh... Lures uh, came in in two innings, didn't give up a hit, didn't walk anyone, and struck out three. So, 
not a bad man to come out of the bullpen, and he was at third, moved over on the mound, and finished off the game. And Algonac's a team that I think um, is better when, than what they showed, but Davenport was on, and they're going to have to figure it out because they, have, I believe, are going to have to face Hitzelberger today. I'd assume so, at least. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't get any easier, and he's coming from the left side. And especially in high school, just because a lot of players don't see as many lefties, even righties will struggle with that. And, well, we know how good Ben Hitzelberger can be. Yeah. So that's going to be a uh, a tall task to avoid the sweep for Algonac. Uh, keep it low scoring. Again, outside the fourth, it was a one nothing game. But you don't get to take away the fourth. So they, they lose it 8-1. to one. Richmond put up 10 hits, and they are starting to roll after they lost their opener to Avondale, which I think they walked nine in that game. Wow. Um, so we kind of thought the, the, the pecking order, we kind of thought there's Richmond at the top, but the teams we thought that would threaten and knock them off all lost yeah, as well, league play you had, to, you had to give <laughs> respect to – Croslex, they're the defending league champs. Even if you don't think they will repeat, you think they're going to be in the mix. Well, first game, Caden Kovac had something to say about that for Yale. A 10 nothing win for the Bulldogs. Kovac goes six innings, only gives up two hits, and strikes out eight pioneers in what I believe was a six-inning victory for Yale. Uh, so so that score kind of surprised us. Then uh, we, we thought Almont, just on, on the fact that they've got uh, Hunsecker. And they were a good team last year. Yeah. They were battling there. I think they were the second-place team a year ago. And we know Armada is always formidable. They've always got a good team. But we saw Armada wins that game 5-3, to three, and that kind of caught us off guard. Yeah, we uh, didn't get names with the stats, but um, – yeah, Almont had to use three different pitchers, and Armada gets on top and takes game one of that series, which kind of, again, raises the eyebrow a little bit. You go, oh, what do they have? Oh, excuse me, I actually did. We did get the stats. It was just later. Um, Waskins got the win for Armada. He went four innings, uh, struck out five, gave up two earned runs, three hits allowed. Ching came in in relief through two innings of no-hit baseball, only walked one, struck out one. And then Dean came in to close, gave up three hits and an earned run, but eventually got the job done and beat Almont. Almont did throw Hunsicker. He went three and two-thirds innings, gave up uh, just one hit, walked three, but two earned runs, struck out six. So kind of that's a stat line where I wish we would have saw it. Yeah. Because that's you can look at that a couple ways. You go, oh, he only gave up one hit. Uh, he walked three, gave up two earned runs, gave up three runs total. Um, each side had three errors in the game. So it's hard to judge for Armada. Armada only put up four hits in the win. They were walked four times, so they made the most of their base runners. Uh, Marcy, the first baseman, was the only Tiger to record an RBI. He had two RBIs in the win. Yeah, so it sounds to me like maybe uh, the errors that Elmont committed in this game were more costly. Yes, so that will be it. That'll be a fun one to see how it ends up here because now Elmont gets them at home and they get a chance to to even up the series because again it's it's a sprint in league play in baseball 
You can't have too many stumbles. You get swept out of the gate. You have to go nearly perfect through the next six series if you want a chance to win. And, um, well, let's talk. Since we're in, in BWAC, let's talk about this. This game happened yesterday, but uh, MLA City North Branch. That was a game that wasn't too high on my radar, but now that I see the result, maybe North Branch is a team to be reckoned with. 11 nothing. They beat MLA City. Brady Mitchell for the Broncos. Five innings pitched. One hit, one walk, 12 strikeouts. So 15 outs recorded for North Branch in a five-inning win. 12 punch-outs for Mitchell. That is a heck of a game. Uh, Brant Primu had three RBIs. And in Aiden, uh, I never get this right. I want to say it's swoosh, but I don't know for sure. I believe it's swoosh. Swoosh. I always get it wrong. Um, he had two hits, a double, and an RBI as well for the Broncos. That one was yesterday, but that was the first, the game one of the series. So North Branch gets a win. Richmond gets a win. Armada and Yale all get wins. And I believe every game two is tonight on Wednesday. So okay. that should be good. A um, couple other games from... Uh, Monday, Lakeview beat Marine City 3-2. to two. Wyatt Walker had three hits, including two doubles. Wasn't enough as the Huskies clipped the Mariners. And Marlette swept a doubleheader with KPAC 12-3 and 6-4. And that second game only went five innings, and then they ran out of daylight. Seems to be a theme, especially early in the year when sunsets like 8 o'clock. <laughs> All right, uh, busy day yesterday. Uh, in uh, baseball, and uh, you were in Marine City, or I hope to be later today. Yes. Yes. Um, I got to see the Big Reds get their season open against a Marine City team that took a couple on the chin to start, lost a few close games. Um, Jeff Heslop was on the mound. He was facing Eric Whiting, and both starting pitchers were pretty solid through the first few innings. Uh, it was 0-0 going into the bottom of the third, and then Marine City's bats started to wake up. It actually started with a strikeout. Uh, Eric Whiting struck out the first, the leadoff hitter in the first, the second, and the third, but in the third, it was a dropped third strike, and the throw to first was offline, pulled the first baseman off the bag. So Anthony Rafino, the nine-hole hitter, got on and immediately stole a bag. I believe the Mariners had, like, eight stolen bases. I'd have to double-check, but it was... A a lot of stolen bases. <laughs> and Rafino gets on. Vandeweyer and Wyatt Walker get walked. Then Nolan Distarath hits a towering fly ball to center field that Amari Holler tracks down to put in the first run. E5 um, gets an, gets Heslop on. Sack fly from Tetler. Um, pass ball and some first and third shenanigans. Get a couple runs and it's 3 nothing. And Port here on high really couldn't muster any offense. If Marine City had stopped scoring there, they would have been fine. They end up winning 10-0 in six innings. They score four in the bottom of the sixth. Jeff Heslop was absolutely sensational in the win. He had 10 strikeouts. He walked, uh, I believe, only one batter and only gave up two hits. One was a legit hit. Cade Hansel for Port Huron turned on one and hit a line drive into left field. The other one was Griffin Hansel, who kind of corkscrewed one off the end of the bat, and it worked as a swinging bunt down the first <laughs> baseline. Those were the only two hits the Big Reds could muster up. Um, didn't have a lot of 
traffic on the base paths. And, yeah, Heslop is a heck of an arm that Marin City is going to lead on later in the season and in league play. Port Huron, you could tell it was their first game. They, they, they kicked the ball around a little, but talked to some of the coaches after, and they said there were some good that came out of it, but they've played two games we haven't. Not that it's an excuse, but you can – it is, an, it is a little bit of an advantage, and I want to see how the Big Reds improve by Saturday when we see them against Algonac. Yeah, um, and uh, you mentioned Heslop's arm. His bat is okay, too. Yes. He had three oh, hits, yeah, I think. The, he's the four-hole hitter. He had a hit. Um, he stole a base, scored a run. actually stole two bases because he went home on a first and third when they threw down to second. Um yeah, Marine City has got a solid lineup. I can see where they can get very hot and cold, where if they're all on, they can put up 10 runs like that. But they do have a lot of swing and miss guys where kind of what you see in in, in big league ball where, hey, they, they want the double, they want the triple, they want to put it over the fence. They don't want to poke the other way. So Marine City beat uh, Port here on high 10 to nothing yesterday. That's where I was. And, yeah, Mariners are – or starting to go into a groove, especially if Heslop's going to be on the mound. All right, and uh, I'll see Mar- weather printing. I'll see Marine City today against Marysville. Marysville's going to want to forget yesterday they uh, were at Romeo where they got no hit, thirteen to nothing. The Bulldogs yeah. won that one. Yeah, Romeo uh, took it to Marysville, and that was Marysville's opener because they had I think two different double headers canceled and a single game canceled. Um, Get it out of your system. Right. Because you're playing Marine City today and you don't want to play like that against them. No, kid named Hicks for Romeo. No hit baseball through five innings. Walked four, struck out five. Uh, Wasn't a whole lot um, of positives on Marysville's side, especially with no hits. Uh, Romeo put up five in the first, two in the second, six in the third, and that was was enough to get the 13-0 victory. Yeah. And again, you're that's a Mac Red team, so they're they're not bad. Um, St. Clair gets a, a nice win over Oakland Christian, seven to uh, nothing. Brennan Cole is the big bat, four for four, two runs, two RBIs. Brady's going to give you some stats in a minute about Cole. Uh, Jacob Turner in relief, four scoreless walk, two struck out, to eight. So a good showing for him on the mound yesterday. Yeah, and you know Turner, anytime he's on the mound, is going to be dangerous. Um, I mean, they're, they're, it's actually a, a mini-series with Oakland Christian. They're, they were home yesterday. Tomorrow they go to Oakland Christian. Uh, St. Clair's another team starting to get it going, and they jumped all over. It was 5 nothing after one inning, and uh, between Bleasdale and Turner, uh, yeah, two pretty good arms on the mound. And St. Clair is a team that starting to ramp up early in the season. You know they have the talent. Uh, getting into Mac White play is going to be tough, but – I'm uh, bullish on the Saints right now. And, yeah, you mentioned some of the stats. Um, I don't know if anyone's had a hotter start to the season than Brendan Cole. Through four games, he's hitting 692. He has a couple doubles on the ledger, a few RBIs, hasn't struck out yet. He has been maybe the hottest bat. And I I think you were gone the day I uh, talked about his throw at Northern. There was a... Um, 
You caught a ball on the right field line and threw a kid trying to tag from second to third so quickly that Ellis was just waiting for him to get there to put the tag on. He <laughs> just has an absolute cannon. He's probably been the best bat early in the season in the area. And the other one is um, impressive for a different reason. So I'm just looking through the stats for some teams, and, and it's uh, Logan Ellis. I'm looking, he's like, okay, he's hitting 286, whatever. That's a, that's a respectable start. Then I look at his on-base percentage, 667. <laughs> he's had 15 plate appearances and has walked seven times. Jeez. So <laughs> he's, he's walking basically every other time, and he's their leadoff guy, so can't really ask for more. He, uh, he gets on base. Yeah. Uh, the, the day I've... Saw the Saints play Mooney. He had three walks and a double in that game. I think he had two or three in the doubleheader against Northern. So, yeah, St. Clair, <laughs> excuse me, is getting it going. Talked about North Branch, Emily City already. Uh, Stevenson beat Anchor Bay 5-3. to three. Sandusky knocks off Cross-Lex in a non-conference showdown 4-1. to one. So the Pioneers struggling out of the gate a little bit. Uh, uh, one run in, in two games. Um, at least they, they knocked uh, the, the runs against down uh, a little bit from 10 nothing to 4-1. to one. But still, I'm, I'm surprised by that um, because I know what they lost, Brady, but I also know what they still have. Yeah, they, they're not, the cupboard's not bare up in, in Croswell. So a disappointing start. And, they, again, no time to rest because they're, uh, they have another game against their rival in Yale. Merritt lost a couple of games, 10-0 and 5-0 to Warren Woods Tower. Now, here are maybe the most surprising results. Um, Cardinal Mooney had a matchup with Shrine, a team that's now in Division Four, that they have to worry about in the playoffs. But we know how talented Mooney is. So imagine my surprise when I get a ping on my phone and it says, Royal Oak Shrine 11, Cardinal Mooney nothing in game one of the doubleheader. I don't know the last time Mooney's been mercied. It's probably... It didn't happen last year. No. No, it <laughs> sure didn't happen um, last year. So you go, ooh. They took one on the chin. You're, you're looking at the box score. They only had two errors. And Shrine hit them around a bit. Um, they, they hit them for 10... Ten hits pitching wise, they held Mooney to four. That's that. That's rough. Uh, Mooney pitching walked nine. That was the big stat. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not going. I, I don't care how good your team is. You walk nine guys. You're giving the other team an opportunity to to beat you eleven to nothing. So in game two, you're hoping for a bounce back. Mooney doesn't stay down for long, and they played much better. It was four to four going into the bottom of the seventh, and it would stay there. Mainly, in part, Blake Lutzke was a maestro again on the mound. Seven innings pitch, four hits, four runs given up, only one earned. This time, Mooney made five errors, and that's what sunk him. Uh, 11 strikeouts for Lutzke. He only walked two. His pitch count got too far up, and in the eighth, they had to bring in Rice and Rice... Um, could, got two outs, couldn't get the third shrine, pushed push one across in the bottom of the eighth, and swept Mooney 5-4 to four with the game two win. I can't imagine Mooney stays down for long, but in league play, 
to get swept by maybe the biggest competitor for a league title early in the season. We talked about it in the BWAC. You're playing uphill the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, uncharacteristic, but uh, I I think Mooney will figure it out and they'll play good baseball uh, when it's most important. Um, but right now, nine walks in the first game, five errors in the second game. Pretty easy to see why they lost the doubleheader yesterday. And that's just what you're not uh, accustomed to with Cardinal Mooney baseball. Uh, the game against St. Clair that I saw, they made three errors in that game. It cost them four runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a 6-3 ball game. You, you take away those four runs, you win that game. So those are things that I, I know they'll clean up or Mike Rice will be going to prison for murdering kids. <laughs> I mean, because he, he just he won't tolerate it. No. Um, the, the, those kids' ears have got to be ringing already. Um, they'll, they'll fix that. They'll, they'll get that going. They're too good. You know, Nate Super is a great arm. He's not going to be walking five guys uh, in however many innings it was um, yesterday. Two innings of work. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen very often. Um, and, you know, Lutzky's been uh, kind of the, the, the victim of they're not catching the ball or, or they're not throwing it to, to the right places right now. And he was even guilty of that a little bit in his first uh, start because he had two throwing errors. But th- that's all stuff that they'll figure out. And the other thing about Mooney, they're going to hit. Yes, they will. They'll They're going to hit. Out. Well, I think we got through all the scores from the last two days. Um, well, we won't have time to talk about every single game coming up uh, until Friday, but we'll, we'll at least hit some of the big ones, right? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, what we hope to see uh, today, and uh, there will be action on uh, Thursday. Um, Friday's a day off, uh, but there will be games on Saturday as well. We'll get to uh, all of that uh, in our final segment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with uh, Dennis and Brady. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit 
Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. All right. Weather permitting today, uh, hope to uh, do a, a couple of uh, baseball games. Brady will be doing the second game of that Algonac-Richmond series, which started on Monday in Algonac, uh, e- even if uh, they play in the rain, you'll at least have some cover today. Yeah, I at least get there's a little booth in Richmond. I like I like places with booths. Yeah. Oh, which by the way, I didn't mention this during the game, but Algonac has built onto their dugout like a clubhouse, and it's awesome. It's something you'd see at like a college level. It's it's literally like a, a I got an extension of the dugout. Like you, there's a door in the dugout. You go back, and they have like this locker room clubhouse area. That's got to be one of the 
coolest things I'd imagine in the entire state. There's not a lot of places like that. Yeah, no, uh, the, it sounds really cool. Looking for it because I'll be out in Algonac later in the week for softball. Yeah, but I'll probably go over and kind of poke around and be nosy and check things uh, out because you know us media wags um uh, marine city marysville um this game's been moved to marine city it was initially yes. supposed to be at uh, marysville so if you're Baseball. looking at our schedule page flip that around yeah it's uh, at marine city um baseball so you'll be right back where i was yesterday yep um might, might have to uh, bring out an umbrella or set up the canopy or, or something <laughs> yeah, because it's not supposed to start raining until like two, but it's also not supposed to stop raining until like Easter. <laughs> there is that. Armada Elmont play the second half of uh, their uh, series. They'll be in uh, Elmont uh, today. Uh, North Branch is at Imlay City, and Yale goes to Croslex. And uh, we'll see if the Pioneers can get their bats going. Out of all, I guess, the three baseball games that we're not covering, which one piques your interest the most? Um, that, that Armada Elmont rematch. It, it really does. Like the Croslex Yale one would, but with Croslex kind of slumping right now, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what to, to make or that, or I can't get as excited about that because the Pioneers aren't hitting right now. Well, but Almont Armada, that, that five to three game, um, what was, did Almont error that game away? Um, and, and are we going to get a different result there, or is our Meta, you know, a, a legit threat in the BWAC? Uh, I'm interested to see how that second game goes. So I was actually going to say North Branch, MLA City, for the reason of North Branch dominated MLA City so convincingly. I want to see if maybe North Branch is a team that we didn't give a lot of attention to that might be a threat in the BWAC. Or did MLA City just have a tough first game? That's one I'm I'm going to be curious to see what the result is. Well, that's that's the other thing about it because I don't know much about MLA City I and don't it, and, either, and so. is it are they a team that's going to struggle? Yes, that's uh, that's something. Softball, we have there's um what four games today? Almont and Armada play a doubleheader in league, uh, so expect a few. Missiles going into no-fly zones. <laughs> Lons Cruz North at Algonac. I don't think Algonac has a day off between now and uh, the playoffs. And Marysville's <laughs> at Chippewa Valley. So no, no, um, no pressure. You just go from Lakeview to Chip Valley to now arrival in St. Clair on Thursday. Yeah, that's the three games in three days, and and this is an, an interesting one because what do you do? Um, obviously, it's softball, and you're not worried about pitch counts, but do you throw Lenarski in all three games? Or uh, I know uh, I think uh, Brandy Bassett is the other what arm. To see what does she go uh, today? And you, Valley. yeah, d- does she go today? And, and you go Lenarski against your rival. We'll, we'll see. Um, Thursday we are chock full of action, especially softball. You want to run down the list, or you want? Oh, uh, the, the, yeah. There's a lot of action. St. Clair Marysville is at the uh, the top of the list. We're just uh, yeah. Uh, hinting on uh, that one. Marine City at Northern. Uh, again, the, the Mariners kind of feeling it 
right now after losing that first game. Maybe that uh, they dropped the last one to Algonac. So yeah, they want to get that taste out. May, of the may, maybe uh, you know they're they're looking for a little more consistency, and and Northern's just looking for anything positive. They got the bats going the other day. Uh, PH New Haven. Uh, the one that I'll be at is Richmond Algonac. They're playing a doubleheader on Thursday at Algonac in softball. You're and excited for I, that. I, yeah, th- th- this, I mean, again. This could be a regional semi or a regional final. I yeah, I, I'm not the hype guy in the room. You're, you're better at that than I am. I just like, let's play the games and see what happens, and then I'll tell you about it afterwards. Um, but there's a little bit of hype here. You got the defending state champs. You got an Algonac team that just seems to be loaded. Um, uh, you've gotten arguably two kids that are both at least all area player of the year candidates in Stevenson and Clark. Um, you could throw Bomarito in that next tier too. Yeah, I mean, like th- th- this Brianna's is going to be a heck of a player that I think if she was on any other team, we'd be talking about her as a stud. And I want to see the new players for both yeah. of these teams because we're hearing good things about some kids at Algonac that we haven't seen yet. Um, and I know that Richmond's got some new kids in their lineup, so that that is really exciting to me. Uh, Croslex has got a doubleheader with uh, Yale. Uh, Emily City and North Branch are playing. I don't know if it's two games or, or just one. Um, and Armada is what is Armada doing? Yeah, uh, they, yeah they've they got Oxford, today, so they go to Oxford tomorrow for uh, a double you know, uh, header. Be playing a lot of games, and they're a team that has to figure out an identity pretty quickly after losing a lot of college level talent. Yeah, uh, and Anchor Bay is at Eisenhower uh, on uh, Thursday, uh, and they've won three games in the last two days anchor bay has and there's a little bit of baseball too st Clair, oakland christian have game two of their little mini series uh at oakland christian enjoy that ride yeah st Clair's st Clair will play anyone with a baseball field a ball a mound and a plate uh R- richmond uh didn't play oakland christian but they went out and played there last year in the quarterfinal yeah. and they made that park look small i think it was Three or four homers they hit in the one inning. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that was the weird regional semifinal. Yeah. They played the semifinal on Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, Eisenhower Anchor Bay, um, Algonac at Centerline. Algonac's another team. I don't think between baseball and softball, I bet you you could watch an Algonac ball game between now and the end of May and miss like Sundays. Yeah, that, maybe that, Good Friday. That's about it. Uh, North Branch will go out to Oxford and play a baseball doubleheader on Thursday. Uh, the only game listed for Friday is a baseball game between Armada and New Haven at Armada. And then we get busy again on Saturday. We'll have a couple of doubleheaders. But we can, I mean, we have Friday to talk because we don't have a whole lot of, of previewing to do on Friday because, like you said, Friday, we don't have a game to do because of Good Friday. And, yeah, the, the weekend is, I guess, quote, light. Yeah. But I I, I, I am interested. The the one doubleheader that I'll be at, very interested <laughs> to see. Yes. So, tonight, Dennis, uh, remind everyone where we hope to be as long as Mother Nature allows us to. As long as Mother Nature allows us, uh, we'll uh, be uh, at uh, Marine City for Marine City uh, Marysville Baseball at 430 
and uh, you'll be in Richmond at 4.30 for Richmond Algonac Game 2 in their two-game uh, series in uh, baseball. So it's a baseball Wednesday. Yes, it is. And then we'll have a softball Thursday. Then we'll have a softball Thursday with three really good games, I think. Yeah, three games that if you just asked us before the season, we'd say these would be some of the best games we see all year. I I think so. Uh, re- really excited um, for the, the next uh, couple of days here on uh, GetStuckOnSports.com. Uh, Not that I want to boast, but uh, 442 games since we've uh, gone on the uh, air. Who's counting? Who's counting? I am. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.